welcome to Buckeyes and Beyond. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Mike. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're working out the audio doing this yeah. video uh, part. It was like, it sounded like, it sounded robotic at first. Oh, it did? Yeah. 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 Oh, Whatever. No. Okay. Yeah. Hey, here, everybody. Buckeyes and beyond. Whatever. What's up, guys? So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, we're uh, Easter Sunday podcast. So, did you get? Did you? Do you? Have, did you guys get baskets and all that? It's weird this year. It's like, yeah, no. So we went to Kroger and just bought some candy and just kind of the uh, the boys have these small little. I don't know what they are. They're just they're like a they're like a basket, but it's not like the you know the the traditional basket with like the long handle and the bot. It's just this little thing. So we just bought some candy and their sister filled it up and just kind of left it out for them. So I mean, but we didn't go like all out. So just because yeah. because of the day, they kind of know that they're going to get some candy. So but uh, yeah. we didn't make a big deal of it. So it was just. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's just so different this year. I mean, it's so hard it to, it's hard to, everybody's so conscientious of when they go out just to get, oh my gosh, I just get, gotta get what I need and get what I need. And then you, you're not really thinking about chocolates. No, <laughs> well, you know let what? Let me get that three foot chocolate bunny. Like, yeah, that's not really on anybody's mind. Well, Kroger doesn't seem to really think so because they still went all out with just putting all that stuff up, man. They still got the whole aisle full of that stuff and everything else. And so, well, when I went there a week ago, yeah, I just ended up walking by it. I didn't even like, but my kids are you know, 13, 14 now. So yeah. It's just like, yeah. And my kids are, my boys are to the point to where they, I think they sort of know that it's all a sham, <laughs> but they don't really care because they still get a whole bunch of, you know, a chocolate. So it's not really, you know, they just don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it gets to a point where it's just like, yeah, I don't know what age. I guess it's kind of like, man, eh, not like Christmas. Christmas is different. Yeah. Still, Christmas is still different. Easter's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, so real quick story, my, when it comes to Christmas, my um, oldest boy figured it out because my wife, she's used the same labels for years, like the little labels that you, you know, kind of fill out to and from, and then you just, you know, you, um, you just got to stick them. Um, and uh, she always writes to Aiden from Santa. And this past year he said, Hey mom, why does Santa use the same labels every single year? <laughs> like, like, oh, well. Um, and he said, and he used the same the same wrapping paper for like the last two or three years. <laughs> so I think he finally knows that there's something going on. I don't know what she actually said to him. I don't. I, I can't really think of it right now, but she said something to him just to try and keep that whole thing going on. But she needs to just kind of drop it because it's it's starting to really it's really starting to to show. So yeah, you wonder if like kids go to school and they go, um, "Hey, did the Santa give you this wrapping paper?" <laughs> Start yeah. comparing wrapping paper, <laughs> trying to add it up, like, like 
they got like uh, clues mounted to the wall with string. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Investigation to find out who is Santa. Yeah, that's. I think that's his actual next goal is to try and yeah. figure out what's really going on here. There's yeah, something yeah. happening here. I don't know. Oh yeah, last week I made a Always Sunny in Philadelphia reference. Oh yeah, to yeah. like to Charlie Day when he was he said he's in the mailroom of this company and he's it's it's Pepe Silvia. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I couldn't remember the name of the person he's trying to figure out who's Pepe Silvia. Pepe yeah, Silvia. I <laughs> I haven't seen those in so oh, long, man. Great. Yeah, yeah. Devito's great on that show. He's so funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's start with after our last podcast, we like Buckeyes. We thought we knew what was happening. Yeah, and, really. Like, we had you know, and then all of a sudden, Luther Muhammad's like, uh, "I w- yeah, I need more of a role on offense." I'm like, "All right." Lane leaves, and he's so important on defense that yeah, he leaves. But I mean, we got. I guess, but I guess we'll have Jallo coming back and. Yeah, Jalo's gonna and, come back. I'm not sure what he really similar, brings. Similar player, a little taller. Yeah, little taller, but similar player. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, but similar. he hasn't played in what like 18 months, so we don't yeah. really know what he is gonna offer. So we don't know what kind of shape he is even gonna, you know, start out this season. Yeah, yeah, it's it's he's a big question mark. But they got Seth, Seth Towns coming in, and then yeah. they got. Justice suing coming in. Yes. And so, they, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And they also have a freshman coming in who I, and his name escapes me right now, but he's, he, um, he is only a three-star kid, but from everything I've read on him, he seems to be more than, more than that. Um, you, Eugene Brown. No, his last name starts with a Z to be honest. You mean, you mean Zed key? Yeah. Yeah. Zed key. Yeah. yeah. Zed, Zed key. Um, yeah, Zed Key. Well, well, I think he's. I think he is like more of a forward. Yeah, he's he's like a six eight, six yeah, seven, yeah, kid, yeah. but he's really big. Yeah, he's yeah he's out of New York. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He's good. He's he seems like he's decent size. Yeah, yeah. He's got a good. Yeah, he's got a good build for six eight. Yeah, a high school senior. Some of those kids that come in are like bean poles. Right. They're just like yeah. what? Like like oh, Ab- uh, Ibrahim Diallo. He's like 6'10", 220. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a rail. <laughs> yeah. yeah, running down the fort, uh, running down the court, looking like a baby giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, Zed Key watching something on him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good size. Yeah, he's yeah. a kid's kid actually eats so. yeah <laughs> um, so, so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. go ahead no i was just gonna say so yeah so we don't really know what what Jallo's gonna bring but you're right i mean he's he's the same build and hopefully we don't lose much with him it's going to be the same and uh you know that may be one of the re- reasons why he left is because he knew he was going to be back and he didn't want to share the time because he was going to have to i mean we don't really know. I mean, he's. I mean, he hasn't. He hasn't really said why. He he just said that he was going to leave and just did. I don't. I don't know. Well, the it's only weird. thing I the only thing I heard is he wanted a bigger role on offense. Well, then he should start to actually score more if he wants more of a bigger role. Then he he should have scored more. 
Yeah, I yeah, I don't know because he's he's definitely not a like a shooter. He's more no. of a slasher, and he when is. he did that, he did well. Yeah, but I mean, what do you want to do? You you envision yourself as a twenty a game superstar? Like, that, I, no, that's not what he is. He, I mean, he, who is? I mean, basketball is not college basketball is not like that anymore. Really. No, absolutely not. I mean, college. I mean, college basketball is now role players. That's that's what it is, man. You you have to have. I mean, because we didn't even have a real true superstar. That, I mean, we, in fact. Most schools don't have a true superstar kid. They have a bunch of solid players who learn how to work and play as a group. I mean, and and that's just yeah. what it is now. It's more about depth. Than yeah, it is like we want to be deep. We want to have like a really good rotation. We want to keep guys fresh. We're not trying to run guys into the ground right. thirty-five minutes a game. And no. yeah, it's more about depth and versatility. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So they want a lot of guys in double figures, but don't, you know, they're looking they at 10 points, to, 12 10, points, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know what kind of role he thought that, that he was going to have. I mean, I thought that he was gonna have a really good, good year. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I thought really this might be his year to really kind of not really break out, but to start to really average 12 points a game or 14 points a game, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. You know, but I guess he, I guess he just didn't see that, and you know, uh, you can't really, it's better. you know, you can't really be angry at him for it. I mean, you know, it's you just always wish that that these kids had a little bit better, you know, advice, and and you know, because I don't know if the grass is really going to be a whole lot greener for him. So, yeah, um, so they bring in two transfer guards right is like as this happens but you know they knew it was in the works apparently before we probably yeah yeah so they bring in two guys um first one was jimmy sotos mm-hmm. out of bucknell yeah he played bucknell, at bucknell, right? bucknell? yeah okay. bucknell yep i didn't see the i didn't see the stuff on him um the numbers on him um what he was capable of let me see jimmy sotos the other guy was out of um no, they're all they're the same size, and six um, three. Jimmy Sotos was more productive. He's eleven, yeah. 11 and a half points a game, and uh, Bucknell uh, number. F- yeah, so six three. They're both six three. But Jimmy Sotos is a junior, so I don't. He, I guess he, he has to sit out. Yeah, he has to sit out. Um, yeah, because yeah, because so makes sense. That makes sense. Why they got the other guy, Abel yeah. Porter, out of Utah State. Um, He's actually a yeah. He's a grad one, I, I think. Yeah, grad. Yeah, so he's he. The word on him is he's a good ball handler and defender. He's not so much a scorer. So he's just right. kind of like he could back up C.J. Walker and just kind of keep things. Yeah, not turn the ball over. Be distributor, solid. Just to run, be the floor general when he's then C.J. needs a break. Or yeah, maybe and, put them both out there, break presses yeah. and stuff like that. He's, and but he's not he, going to be, you know, Mister no, Numbers. He, he is the he's the kind of guy who is going to do, you know, exactly what you said, and then whatever points that that you can get from, you know, from that's just going to be, you know, um, that's just going to be icing on top of the cake. Yeah. So I mean, he's not really. I, at least it, it doesn't look like he's going to be expected to do much scoring. So no, um, so. 
so some of the some of some of the lineups that kind of look intriguing next year are possibility possibilities are CJ Walker at the point, Dwayne Washington at the two. Yeah. Um Musa Jallo, I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. three, but like not even three, but like as a three. Yeah, guard. it's just gonna be but, a swing. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, but you can also throw in Justice suing or Towns at the three. I mean, there's yeah. six, 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 seven. Yeah. And then you also got Kyle Young coming back. Which he is actually going to be a big role. Mm-hmm. He is going to be a really important piece next year. Kyle Young and Liddell, EJ Liddell, like in the four or five. I mean, whatever yeah. four or five is, like it's really like two power forwards. I mean, they're going to be, yeah. they're going to be small unless Diallo somehow steps up and is a, is a constant five. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I don't see it happening. But. No, that's not going to happen. But yeah. yeah, they're going to be a small group, no matter who they actually put where. Yeah. So uh, Zed Key, I mean, if he come in and contribute, who knows? I mean, he's, yeah. he's not a. I mean, he's big dude. He's built. So I mean, who knows? Um, yeah. Justice suing. Um, if he comes in, he's six six. I don't. I think he's. I think he's decent size i think he's decent oh yeah size, so. yeah he, he's six six two hundred and i think two two thirty something like yeah, that somewhere yeah, there. Yeah. yeah so. so he might he might play similar to liddell he can kind of play bigger right. than he is who knows yeah so um so yeah i mean it, even if muhammad leaving and who else who else took off um, um oh gaffney gaffney okay yeah, which so, you don't really lose much with him. So, yeah. um, and and then also, you know, obviously Caleb Wesson. Yeah. So, um, gonna go play in Greece. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. To each his own. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, um, yeah. So, I mean, it looks like it looks promising still. I mean, it looks like it's yeah. just kind of crazy where it all happens at once and everybody thinks the sky's falling. Yeah, it's it's going to be I mean, you Muhammad was going to be a really good piece. So that's you know, you see that and you think, "Oh my god, we're in so much trouble." But then, you know, after it happens and it, and and you stop and you kind of take a look at it like, you know, like like you just did. It you don't you know, assuming Jallo can get back to where he was, you're not really going to lose much. So I don't think it's going to be this this horrible thing. I, I think we're still going to be in pretty good shape for next season. Um, and if some of these transfers and freshmen play really well, we may be even better off than you know than what we thought. So, yeah, I kind of wonder. I was thinking, like going back to Diallo. Like, I mean, I would think the coaches are just like, man. I, I mean, I don't know what they see from him in practice, but. I mean, his size and his length, they can just get him to just work. I mean, just be a solid defender. Man, right. I mean, something. He, yeah, he really would because he has some really good size and he has a pretty decent game. Um, but yeah, his defense is, is where he is. Re- that's where he's really going to make his mark. So if they can get him to actually do that and become a solid two way player, I, I think he's he has some really good. Potential. He has a really high ceiling. He, his build reminds me of uh, Clint Capella um, yeah. in the NBA, yeah. but 
Yeah. But Clint Capella, I mean, he just kind of lives on putbacks and defense, and yeah. he's not, you know, he's, he's the pick and roll. He's really skilled for anything. He's just, he, he's more like a jack of all trades type guy. Yeah. So, and I don't so, even know. It boggles my mind why the Rockets got rid of him. They traded him. I, like in him in January, I think. Yeah, right. It's just like yeah. what? Like, why would you do that? Like, they went super small. Mm-hmm. Um, because where did he yeah. go to Hawks. Like, yeah, that's they, they went. They traded Capella and Cubs. It's like it was weird because um, it's like the Rockets are trying to be like self destructive. I don't get which it. is weird because they just got. Paul, so <laughs> they have Westbrook. Like, yeah, you know, Harden and Westbrook. Let's get rid of supporting pieces. Yeah, that like, doesn't make any sense. What? I don't know. Yeah, NBA is weird. I don't know what they're. Yeah, like Capella. Like it, just in January, like they traded him. They traded him right after he. Let's see. Well. He he was making like he was going to make fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen over the next three seasons. After this one, he had he had a he signed a big deal in eighteen, and then I mean yeah, and the guys guys really good. I mean he was he scored thirty points and fourteen rebounds just in January against the Sixers. I mean, Jeez, against I mean playing against Embiid. Yeah, I imagine he was playing against Embiid unless he was out, but still, but. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, they're, it's a strange league, man. It is so much. It's way different than whenever, whenever you and I were, you know, big fans back in the, you know, late '90s and stuff. Or yeah. you know, it's it's such a different game from the the '90s to now. It's just it's yeah, like a man, I, yeah. I followed it a lot even when I was a little kid, like eight nine years old, in the mid to late '80s. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, uh, like, I was watching, oh, get this, I meant to tell you this, but it was good, we saved it for now. So I was watching the, um, they had the, the 2K, 2K, NBA 2K tournament with yeah. on ESPN, watching these guys play each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was weird watching these guys play video games, because um, how they played basketball, how they played video games, like, yeah. so it was um, uh, Devin Booker. Okay. He played, he played for Kentucky. Now he's with the Suns. Yeah. Really good, really good guard. He's yeah. playing against Montrez Harrell. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He's playing against Montrez Harrell, um, of who plays for the Clippers now. Clippers, yep. And um played at Louisville. So it was kind of funny. Louisville guy versus Kentucky guy. Kentucky. Yeah. But um so <laughs> this was so weird. Like they both set their they both set their um, strategies in the game, like their coaching yeah. strategies, they were all like set them up to be three ball teams. They all yeah. wanted to be three point shooting teams. Of course, they both said. So I see Devin Booker. He has a, a clear dunk with Kawhi Leonard. He's using the Clippers. Yeah, and uh, they weren't like they didn't like use their own teams they played for. It wasn't like that. They could use yeah. like they could switch game to game. Like they pick like eight teams. They could like rotate okay. between those teams, or they couldn't use them more than once. Okay. So anyway, so Devin Booker has a clear dunk with Kawhi Leonard of the Clippers. Clear dunk. Clear yeah. dunk. And kicks it out. <laughs> Driving down the lane like like <laughs> nobody in front of him could just go, what I am. And he, he goes, he drives down the lane and just goes, kick it out. Like there's no, nothing but the rim in front of him. 
Yeah. And it was just like, this is how you guys, like, you're constantly looking for a three and a two, right? Just jump, just jam it for two. Yeah. And, and, and they were every time, there were so many times where Devin Booker's like, like, uh, he's trying to get threes. And it was just like constant threes. And he was like yelling at his guys, like, man, get behind the line. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy just had an open, open eighteen footer. He wanted a three ball. Like it was just like, like it's just like constantly looking for a three. It's like, oh my god, this is where the game has gone. Like, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right, man. That's exactly where it's gone, and it's such. That's what I was saying. Why it's so different. Like you and I played. We both played center, and back in the mid 90s mid 80s i mean centers dominated the the game man i mean that's that's who it was I mean, that the game was all down in the paint i mean you know you had uh parish ewing robinson lajuan yeah i mean all those guys I mean, they were the true superstars and they were big men they were all seven feet tall and the game was all played down the post. Threes were just threes were an afterthought, man. I mean, you didn't. Yeah. I mean, most, in fact, most coaches would lose their mind if you shot a three. It was all you had to get in the post. You you had to drive mid range game. That's that's really what it all was. And it's it's a completely different game now, man. Yes, yeah, inside so, out, inside yeah. out. Like you, like why why am I gonna if I can get a shot that's more of a sixty. It's a sixty-five percent shot. Like, why would I pass that up to shoot something that's thirty-five? Like, yeah, thirty-five percent chance. You know? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, to them, it was just the logic back then. Now it's like, I don't know, something with analytics that where they're yeah. that I'll just shoot more threes. You know, just shoot I, more I, threes, and they're worth more. Yeah, they're worth more than two. So why don't just shoot those? You you know the uh, the uh, more you shoot, the more that you know, the more you are going to make is, I guess, the whole thought process. I, I don't know. It's weird. And I don't know if that changed with, with, um, with, you know, Curry, or if that was already kind of there and Curry just really, he just really made it more, you know, prominent than what it was. I don't really know when it started to shift that way, but it seems like it started with him. Yeah. And I think um, Mike D'Antoni, and his offenses and people. Yeah, when he coached the Suns and and the Knicks, right? Dan Tony. Yes. He coached Phoenix or Rockets. The, Rockets, Rockets. Yeah. Suns. Okay. Suns. Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. Did the Knicks for a second? Was yeah, he was with the Knicks with uh, with Stoudemire, or was he with Stoudemire? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, it was with that and and. The, and I think the change of officiating, where yeah. and the whole thing of it's just, and the guys don't d up. They want to be. They don't want to be, and all the flagrants and stuff. And mm-hmm. now you get a flagrant for just you know hitting a guy's arm, not getting yeah. the ball. You it's know, stupid. it's like, yeah. <laughs> like so they don't want you to play any kind of defense. They're trying to save guys. They you know it's kind of like in a weird way, kind of like football where they don't. They're so worried about somebody getting hurt. That's their money makers. They want to keep guys on the floor. But meanwhile, meanwhile, on the other hand, they got guys that are guys that are taking uh, um, rest. You know, for for um, what do they call it? Management. Yeah. Um, um, like 
basically like trying to save their bodies. Like they're trying to like um, manage their minutes on their own. Like, you know, that, yeah. And that is really, I, I have a little personal thing about that too, is that really hurts. That really hurts the fans in a big way. Cause uh, for those that don't know, I'm a huge, you know, Spurs fan and, and I, have been since I was a kid. So I didn't just jump on. I mean, I've been a fan of the first since they had, you know, God, I can remember uh, Terry Cummings and, uh, you know, all those old guys that used to play for him. But um, so I decided, let's go. I took my daughter, my youngest daughter, who at the time was a big fan. I said, let's go and see the Spurs play up in Cleveland. Let's go up and watch them play. Uh, so we went up there to go see him play the Cavs. And this was in Duncan's last few years. It was on his, it was on the, uh, the uh, back end. And uh, we get up there and we got our seats and everything's great. In fact, I think it was the first year that they signed Aldridge. So um, get up there and we find out that Pop is not going to play him because he's going to rest him. And mm-hmm. I was so, oh, man, I was so mad. Like I came up here to see Timmy play. And he's on the bench. He's not playing. Mm-hmm. So it, mm-hmm. that, that really does kind of hurt the fans, too, in some way. But I get why coaches do it. It's just, yeah, you know, it seems like, like there might be better ways to actually do that, you know, if you kind of limit their time in practice or something else. Or Yeah, I mean, I think they've, I um, they, they've changed how they schedule. They do less back-to-backs. Yeah. Yeah, wrote and then back-to-backs and like uh road trips are are, are probably trips. Too. yeah road yeah road road back-to-backs for teams yeah yeah it's like yeah i get it but yeah yeah but yeah i mean you got a lot of a lot of guys that in the 80s that were just yeah, oh. playing through injuries and guys that went longer than they should have and guys just you know larry bird for one he, he, i was actually just yeah I was just actually that whole that whole Celtics team, man. I'm between him and Parrish and you know, yeah, and then Ainge too, to even you know to a certain extent. I mean, all those guys played. I mean, they played through all kinds of, of just just they looked awful at times because they were so tired and just worn down and just just yeah. broken. Yeah, McHale played a season with a broken foot. Yeah, and um, like he literally had a crack in, in the one of those metatarsals on top of his foot Jeez. and then also uh bird you know he always had the back problems but he also had oh, achilles dude. achilles before that i'll see and, uh, that one actually yeah i didn't even know that yeah, yeah. he had achilles problem he said he if when bias when passed away he yeah. might have retired after the 88 season oh wow if yeah len, they would have if they would have got len bias and led bias didn't didn't happen what happened to len bias drug overdose right um if Len Bias would have been on the squad and like he said, a season after Len Bias would have been on the squad. It's crazy that they were, they were able to trap like, yeah. they were coming Len off Bias. the 86 championship against the Rockets yeah. mm-hmm. in that draft. They were, they had a number three pick. <laughs> they were able to get Len Bias to add to yeah. a championship team. It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. That it's team. Ridiculous. Just... And bird was only in his, Eighth was, season, seventh season, so it's like prime still. Yeah, he Bird, was. Bird had a crazy season. The next season, yeah. Like in, but they lost to the Lakers in the 
final at the NBA finals the next season. Yeah. So, I mean, they made the finals without bias, without, they basically lost the draft pick. They yeah. had no first round draft pick at all. But and they still <laughs> were able to do what they did. That yeah. was, it's amazing when, when you, I mean, that's when basketball was really at its best was back in the mid to late, um, back in the mid to late, um, 80s. I mean, it, it was just so much fun to watch, man. I mean, those 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 teams like the Celtics. It was just was unbelievable what those guys could do, man. And nowadays, it it just seems like it's it's so di- it's so much different. It's not really a team sport now. It, it's all about you know yeah, get yourself from one to yeah superstar driven. Back then, it, it was still superstar yeah. driven back then, but it was just still like. Yeah, but it's there wasn't as much movement, right? Between like guys stuck. I mean, yeah, guys were a little bit more loyal, I guess, and the teams were more loyal ownership. And man, that's a two way street. They're more loyal to to players. Yeah. Um, So I mean, you had guys like you didn't go. Oh, Dominique Wilkins, a Hawks. Like he didn't go anywhere. No, no, guys guys stayed constants. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. um, all right, so done with basketball. So yeah, half, halfway <laughs> through the podcast. So we'll talk about so NFL draft coming up in eleven days. Oh, um, which it sounds like the what? Go ahead. Do you want to mention uh, just the one note oh, that yeah, we had? Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Ohio State football. The only note this week is just some slight recruiting news about a yeah. corner. Yeah, Tony Grimes put down as his top eight. He's the Top corner in the country. I I don't care which which you know spot you actually look at whether it's you know um, you know twenty four seven ESPN. He he is the top corner in the country. He's five star kid out of um, Virginia Beach. Uh, we talked about him a bit last week, but he did actually put out a top eight this week, and the Buckeyes made his top eight um, along with I believe it was um, Penn State. Virginia, Virginia Tech, and a couple other schools I can't really think of off the top of my head right now. But uh, the Buckeyes were in the top eight. Um, Clemson, I believe, is also in the top eight. Um, yeah, 24-7's had him. He's out of Virginia Beach, and yeah. he um, had some quotes about each each t- uh, team or program in his right. top. And it seems like just off of the – off the top, it just seems like he was leaning toward Clemson. He's yeah. like, Clemson, they win. They play big-time football. They put players in the league. They have an amazing, amazing defensive line and an amazing defensive coordinator and cornerbacks coach Mike Reed is my guy. Like, oh. Yeah, that seems yeah. – That <laughs> coach, coach is my guy. Like, yeah. Well, you just want to just want to go and commit now? I mean, Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> – I. You know, if the Buckeyes don't actually land him, it's not really going to be a, you know, huge loss. I mean, you know, they're already set there for, you know, quite a long time. I don't think that they're really, you know, they're not going to be hurting, uh, yeah. you know. So His quote about really- Ohio State is, oh, is, is favorable. I mean, yeah. When he says a coach is my guy, it's like, oh. Yeah. But his coach, Ohio State, he goes, Ohio State is, to me, DBU. Well, that's good. Yeah. They guess they just got their former coach back, Kerry Coombs, who 
train big time defensive backs who are in the league now. Also, Jeff Akuda, who's going to the league. I love the coaching staff, and I think Coach Ryan Day is going to do good things with the program. So it's not, you know, but he didn't give him my guy. That's my yeah. guy. You know, it's like you just you just never know. DB, the DBU for him saying it, it's a DBU. Yeah, man. which is really what kids want nowadays. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, again, going back to it's a different time now to where you know college football is, is now just it's sort of like the uh, minor leagues, the um, NFL. You know, that's that's really what it is. And uh, so if these kids really want to play, they're going to go to the school that they think gives them the best shot of, of actually getting there. And that yeah. that comment makes me think that he's at least still got us, Talk you to. know, up in the brain. Yeah. yeah. He, he talks like on these quotes, he's like talking about multiple times, he says, about getting to the league, getting to the league. Yeah. So, Which yeah, is what so, they all want to do now. So yeah. they're like, you know. They have a really good um, veterinary program that I'm interested in. <laughs> they're at, they're they come to play school, son. <laughs> Their academics are outstanding. That's yeah. why. That's why. Yeah, if some kid really cares about that, then he's going to go to Stanford. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the is uh, it really like the. Um, the food selection there on campus. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the busing is really good. <laughs> let me tell you about Coda. That that whole <laughs> that system that that they have there, man. The Central Ohio Transit Authority is top notch. So I think I might be leaning that way. That's, yeah. that was, <laughs> the libraries are excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if um, it seems like those are his top two schools. I don't know why he would actually put out a top eight when you could probably just put out a top four. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, out of those eight, I think probably four of them aren't. You know, they're probably not even close. So. Yeah, it's like eight. Like, yeah. yeah. All right, kid. Yeah. Um. All right. So speaking of the league draft, yeah. Thursday, April twenty third, feels like. Right now, the NFL draft feels like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I, it's so it's so weird. I mean, the draft is always a big deal, but this year, it's an even bigger deal because they are going to be the only thing, the only real sporting event that is going to happen within the past two months. I mean, they are going to, which the ratings is why I understand. It's going to be through the roof. Everybody's going to watch it. I don't care who you are. It's some type of sports. We're going to watch. It's going to be through the roof. Guys who have never watched it are going to watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like Mel Kuyper is going to have that that hair. He is going to have the extra big quaff going on, yeah, man. He's yeah. going to have that big slick back look the whole time. Todd yeah. McShay and he are going to have some of their best moments ever. He's going to be. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to be so excited, <laughs> Kuiper. Everybody's going to watch. <laughs> the um, that Caliendo <laughs> one that he did a long time ago of of him is great, man. That, yeah. um, I can't ta, remember ta, how long <laughs> I can't do Kuiper, but I can do no. like this uh, cadence, like his, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a real good quarterback out of yeah. out of LSU. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Fly, fly under the radar. Yeah. Real good vision. Yeah. Um, Excellent so, hands. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let's see. So, number one pick. Kind of looking like it's a no-brainer burrow to the to the Bengals. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that they couldn't even screw this up. I, I mean, they've they have tried to screw up some of their drafts, but uh, I don't think that they could even screw this up. I don't think there's any chance that they go with anybody else but him. The teams that need quarterbacks, including the Bengals, the teams that need quarterbacks, um, Bengals, Dolphins. Chargers, yep, Jaguars, yeah, realistically, yeah. Um, I mean, I think they're probably going to roll with um, with Uncle Rico for the season, yeah, but uh, or um, sorry, yeah, um, they're probably going to roll with him. I think they'll probably look for a quarterback, maybe a second, third round, um. But you know what, though? You never know. I mean, they may not be sold on him. Um, it's just a weird – I don't know how you could had, be. I mean, I mean, it's not like yeah. he had a couple good games, but, I mean, they are I mean, they don't have a ton of weapons. It's not like they're super solid. And it was just like, well, yeah. if Minshew would have played better, we would have made the playoffs. Not really. But, um, they but still need they, some they have a lot of holes. But Yeah. Yeah. They need a left tackle too. Um, it, I mean, which is sort of upsetting that there's a lot of teams that need a you know left tackle in the top ten because so, mm-hmm. the Browns really they really need one. And so I would hope that there's going to be at least a couple of them left by ten. Not sure. Yeah, yeah. So the Jaguars they could be setting themselves up to roll with Minshew this year, but then try to stockpile picks to move up or already be there for Lawrence or Fields next year. Yeah. So they have two firsts this year. I didn't know that they had a second first. Okay. Yeah. They got number nine and number, um, number nine and number 20. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. And then uh, Raiders have two. They're also kind of a friend. They are like quarterback. Maybe like who knows? Yeah. Cause they, did they get rid of car? Uh, um, no, officially. Yeah, I don't, okay, no, no. no. So they got Carr, and then they signed. Uh, they signed Mariota, right? So yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much. It seems like they're gonna roll with Carr or let him and Mariota just kind of battle it out. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, yeah most, they could be a quarterback. Most projections have them going. They have two firsts, and most most projections have them going. Um, have them going uh, like wide receiver and corner or something yeah. like that. Yeah, in the first round. So, um, yeah. In fact, uh, most of the mocks that I have looked at have them taking the first wide receiver off the board. Is them at twelve? Um, most of them have them taken. Um, I believe it's Judy from Alabama. Some yeah. of them have them. Judy Lamb. From yeah. Yeah, they could go linebacker too, from what I see. Like, yeah, they have some they have they have a lot of needs. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean there's some guys that can go as high as there's guys like kind of all over where they got like Javon Kinlaw is a guy out of South Carolina. Yeah, he's um a defensive tackle who a lot of them I've seen have him going in the top ten. 
Um, yeah. But some haven't seen him in the teens, too. I've seen him as, yeah, going to the Cowboys. I've seen him, yeah, kind of going, kind of like he's got a big range of where he could go. Yeah. Um, but also, I'm going to go back to the quarterbacks because that's where it all starts. Yeah. Um, there's guys, there's kind of interesting things where guys, you could see teams maybe. That was kind of like Jordan Love is kind of a player that people could come up for to try and plan ahead with, but maybe, 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 maybe. So like Green Bay might has might have yeah. want to draft him because Rodgers is on his last couple years. Yeah, um, I could see the Patriots even trying to maybe make a move mm-hmm. for him if he if. if if he's still there in the late teens, early twenties, I think the Pats could probably try to move up and get him because they're they're really screwed right now at quarterback. I mean, they've got Brian Hoyer, Jared and Stidham. I don't know, yeah, um, Jared Stidham. So some people think that Stidham is going to be that guy that you know that a Belichick is just completely sold on him. I don't know, I, you know. Uh, Do you think Stidham so, was any better in college than Brady was back in the day? Brady played at least in a semi-passing offense. Stidham played in a just run-first, run-oriented offense. So uh, that's the thing that always kind of bothered me about him um, is I think, I I mean, when you think about Auburn's offense, how many passes do they really throw, you know, in one game? What, 12, 13? I mean, so it's it's a little worrisome to me to – you know, handing these over to somebody who barely threw, who barely threw it um, in college. But I could see the, you know, the Brady comparison. I just think that Brady at least threw the ball a little bit more in college and was in a offense that wasn't just completely run dominant. So, yeah. So let's go to 2018 with Stidham. Let's see. Actually. Malzahn let him sling it in some games. So, oh, yeah, and right. like, let's see, like, um, let's see, let's go, let's see, like Tennessee. Well, they're coming from behind, maybe. So he threw 45 passes in that game. Look at some they, losses. So it looks like some losses. They, he threw for yeah. like 40 attempts. So that's probably for trying to catch up. Mm hmm. Georgia through 36, but like wins over, let's see, bowl game win over Purdue is 15 to 21. Yeah. But yeah. he threw for 373 yards, 15 to 21. Like, what, the, <laughs> what happened to Purdue, man? They just exploded yeah. in that bowl game. Um, <laughs> 15 to 21 for 373. That's like insane. Radio game. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then like, say, Southern Miss, let's see. 19 to 33. So, well, yeah, they opened I mean, it up a little bit more. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, then I stand yeah. corrected. Um, not, not totally, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like, see, we'll see, like, uh, let's see. Typically, oh, though, A&M I mean, game. Yeah. you know, their offense doesn't usually throw the ball that much, but maybe he was that, I mean, maybe he was that good to where, you know, Gus had said, we're, you know, you know, we're actually going to throw the ball more. So, but, yeah. uh, so, I mean, I, I guess he could be the answer. I just don't know. And I don't know if really maybe Belichick just wants to kind of roll with, 
you know, just wants to kind of roll with him and give him some help. But yeah. I could see them trying to get love too. I mean, I, I don't know. So mm-hmm. you never know with the Patriots. I mean, yeah. what what they're. I mean, I here's something funny. So Nick Nick Wright on Fox Sports yeah. um, does the get or the, not get up. Uh, no, he does. <laughs> um, first things first. Yeah, first things first. Yeah, with, yeah. Um, is it uh, Shannon or no? Um, Chris Carter bolted. Yeah, no, yeah. It's like kind of like Danny Cannell now. Oh, okay. I yeah. think. So he, he had a theory. He said the Lions, <laughs> he's the, he had a theory where they, the Lions could trade their number three pick to the Patriots just because they're still buddies like Bob Quinn and, um, and, um, uh, um, head coach, um, bearded fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> they're still buddies with Belichick and they can make some deal like to get let the Patriots get up to get to uh, <laughs> like you imagine if that happens the Lions I would, just sabotage their own just like go if that happened, like, oh my god I, you would, imagine? I would absolutely love it because that would be comedy gold on the internet and Mike Mike Valenti would lose his mind <laughs> yeah. on air. He would, his head might actually explode yeah. on air. If that actually happened. That would be great. That would, I mean, that would be crazy. I mean, so, I, I suppose because Patricia and Quinn have done so many stupid things since they, since they actually got there. I, I mean, I could see that happening. I mean, it's not out of the realm of absolute possibility, but I mean, yeah. it would be stupid. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I could see something like that happening. It wouldn't be, it's would be stupid as hell. But I mean, I mean I what they would have to give up? Oh yeah, he had he had a he had a trade proposal like they could, you know, not the that he threw out there. He said that Patriots would give them Julian Edelman and like a third, and then the twenty three <laughs> pick to move up to the third pick. Like they trade him Julian Edelman. <laughs> that would be the worst trade in the history of the NFL <laughs> draft if that happened. Yeah. Julian yeah. Edelman, who was on like the back nine of his career, <laughs> something else. Yeah. That's, oh my gosh. Um, the other teams that are kind of interesting that they got to start thinking about the future. Are, um, I put down not as much. I don't know. Matt Ryan is in his career. I like when did he's he's on the back nine. Yeah, but, but so like the Falcons could start thinking about what to do after Matt Ryan, the lions after Stafford, because Stafford was all jacked up last year. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're saying, Oh, he's good to go for this year. But like, really? Like, I don't know. And then, uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, they just got Brady. Like, yeah. How much time does Brady have left? Who the heck knows? Yeah. And they're at what? 12 Tampa Bay. Yeah. I think now I doubt that they're going to draft a no, 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 no. Quarterback there. they are going to draft him some help is yeah. most likely. Do what, whether that's a tackle or you know, wide receiver. They're, yeah. They are they they are they are all in on him. So it's going to be all about help for him right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, there's one more team that I think might be worth mentioning as far as a quarterback goes, and that is the Vikings. They have two first round picks. Cousins is on what the last year of this deal that he signed, or the or the second to last year, and. He's gotten him to the playoffs, but he hasn't really done much once he's gotten there. So Spielman may be thinking about trying to, you know, to really get ready for whatever they're done with him. Because I don't think there's much, um, there's not much behind him in the way of, you know, a future 
quarterback. So I think the Vikings could be in play for probably not in the first round, um, but they could be in the market in like second, third round for, you know, for Kirk Shape Shape Patterson. <laughs> Shape. <laughs> oh wow. Who's wow. Kirk Cousins uh twin. No. Yeah. <laughs> they they so, are all similar like, game as far as play goes. Yeah. They're yeah. Um, so but yeah. really like Kirk Cousins was he was I don't know, he, in college he was just kinda like He was average, man. I mean he's okay. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. I don't know, he got better in the pros, I guess. But but yeah, I mean to be somewhat consistent in the pros, he had to improve. But yeah. know, there's guys out there like see um I mean, there's been a lot of buzz. It's funny, speaking of another Spartan, there's been a lot of buzz that, that people like Brian Lewerke's um, <laughs> Brian Lewerke's potential. Just I think he just because he has he's size. He, no, he's like six two. I, I was thinking he was taller than that. Nah. He's just kind of like average size and stuff. I don't know why they think he's like smooth and balanced. Like here's his scouting report on NFL.com: smooth and balanced in the pocket setup, arm talent to challenge defenders with seam throws. I mean, sometimes he looked pretty good. Yeah. So, he had a couple decent games, but I just – I mean, there's never really been a true great quarterback to really come out of that program. I mean, Cousins is probably the best one to even – you know, I mean, I can't think of anybody else who has had a really stellar career. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson could have been a <laughs> He was the quarterback of the, of the Lakers for a long time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, he's I just, just I just find that really odd. I mean, I know they get they try to make up. They try to it always seems like they try to create better scouting reports on guys than just looking at the tape. But yeah. you kind of throw in like Lewerke, like how many how many years is when he was a starter was Jim Bowman, offense Gordon. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there, there is that. Too. <laughs> I never a, really a, thought about that. A source Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> oh my God, Jim yeah, Bowman. Jim, Jim Bowman as your offensive coordinator. My gosh, I can't believe it. D'Antonio is D'Antonio is the only one who 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 would have even given him a job. I, I don't know. It's he's so bad, man. He's not good at all. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. You couldn't find a worse guy to run your offense. <laughs> Conservative conservatives. Um yeah, so like the other guys there after Jordan Love, so you got like um of course you got like Justin Herbert, right. Burrow, Tag Taglivola, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, and then you got like Jacob Eason of Washington. Um he, yeah. Jake Fromm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Jake Fromm, the other guys kinda like from okay. really, from is strange because he was actually supposed to be a really high pick last year if he would have came out, and then mm-hmm. he really struggled at um, uh, Georgia this year. And yeah, he he could be one of those guys who who gets drafted second, third round, who just absolutely has a great career. He he is he is a true boom or or bust. He guy. reminds me he of a cousin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Because yeah, he makes sense. Because I, 
I mean, I thought, I, you know, I think for the most part, he's like solid, like kind of solid in college, pretty, pretty good, you know, decent athlete. Yeah. Get out, get out of the pocket. You know, he's kind of got, de- he's kind of got his like good mechanics and whatnot, but like maybe not the strongest arm, maybe not the, you know, yeah, sort he, of he like, uh, really sh- like a, he definitely doesn't have a super strong arm because I've watched a couple of their games where he was, I mean, he looked, he just couldn't get that. He couldn't throw the the deep ball really well. He he really short-armed it a whole lot of times. So mm-hmm. his arm really needs some work. Um, I think one thing that probably helps him is that they run a, as Georgia probably runs the most pro-style offense of any other team in college football. I mean, so he has already been in a, quote, pro-style offense for, what, three or four years. So that yeah. probably helped him somewhat. But, um, yeah, he's, he's, he, he is not a, he is not a plug and play guy. He is probably going to need a couple years to sit and watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, those are like the, all the quarterbacks are kind of interesting. Cause that, so I heard somebody bring up a good point. I think it was Daniel Jeremiah. He said that why well, just because of like what's been going on with people unable to really get players in front of them and really get like the time that they used to have uh, in past years with these guys, because this whole coronavirus, right. They they think their guys are going to be like, not trying to hit home runs. They're just going to like take the best. They're going to take need and they're not going to like try to go reach a lot. They're just going to be like, it's going to be a little bit more conservative unless, you know, they want to, Unless they want to stockpile picks or something, they want to make a trade. But you're not going to see a lot of guys like reach, reach for players or take big chances, go for the home run. Right. Like he said, he or Daniel Jeremiah says it was going to be more like we're going to hit doubles, <laughs> not home runs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I actually think this draft might be the best draft that they have that all teams have because what the virus has done is it's forced all these guys to do what you should be doing as a GM is just watching tape. That's what you need to do is watch tape. Don't get blown away by a private workout or a, you know, right. Pro day, which I hate pro days because they're all scripted in the favor of every single player and they're made, they are set up to make them look great. And, Mm. And they're just, they're so, they're so pointless. So, this is this will force these guys to actually watch tape, which is where you learn everything. It's from tape. You don't learn it from a private work workout or interviews where they've been told exactly what to say and how to say it and everything else. I mean, th- so this may be the best draft that every team has had in a long time because because GMs are going to be forced to just go off of the tape. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, it kind of looks like like running back. Like there might not be a running back in the first round selected, even though you got DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, J.K. Dobbins. I think the only one that has a shot is probably Swift. Yeah, um, he might go late first round to someone like say Green Bay, who has the thirtieth pick. They really need a back. Um, I don't know. If, um, they could probably take him. Kansas City really needs a back too. So, and they have the last pick in the first round. So, yeah. Um, I, I I could see that happening there. Um, Texas I was, needed a back, but they screwed themselves out of the first round. Hey, 
they got one. They got David Johnson. So, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean they're all set there. <laughs> they got oh, David gosh. Johnson, but they didn't get him from. I would be okay with what he's done if they got David Johnson from four years back, but they got the David Johnson now, who is averaging like barely three yards a carry. It's and it's, he's making ton of money. Yeah, it's and it's like. Yeah, I don't know. There's something weird with Bill O'Brien. They need to get they need to ditch him after this season because it's not going to go well. They're going to no. be worse than they were last year. Absolutely. And, and they traded, you know, they got rid of uh, Hopkins, who was making, you know, I don't know. He wanted to make, I mean, he deserves top wide receiver oh, yeah. money. And then they got rid Absolutely. of him and then brought in Brandon Cooks, who makes top wide receiver money, like $16 million a year. And he's like half the receiver yeah. Hopkins is. Yeah, Cooks is not going. He's not even on the same playing field as Hopkins. I mean, Hopkins is what a top two, top, top, top three guy. Excuse me, he's and, your go-to guy. Yeah. yeah, he's right there with Julio Jones. He's right there with yeah, yeah. And Cooks is just that. I mean, Cooks doesn't play from the slot, but that's more what he is is a slot guy. So I mean, yeah. he does have speed to kind of take the top off of the defense, but. I don't know how much longer he's really going to be able to have that kind of speed. So, Brandon I mean, Cooks has played for like four teams, and he's only yeah. twenty-five years old. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he, clearly he's not good enough for teams to actually want to keep him. I mean, he was on the Patriots, and they they I, I don't I, I, did they cut him or trade him? I don't remember how he got uh, off the Patriots. I don't remember. Anyway, I don't how he got there? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was originally drafted by the Saints. Draft, it was a draft trade. Okay, it was a draft trade, yeah. I so. Yeah, I remember that day. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So he was originally drafted by the Saints, right? Cooks was? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was with the Saints, then he went to the Patriots, then from the Patriots to the Rams, and now he's on the – and now it's just – you at some point you have to wonder, why don't teams want to – why don't they want to keep this guy? I yeah. mean, it's – so yeah, so, I mean, he's had he's had good seasons. It's just like he had a thousand yard seasons four straight years, fifteen through eighteen thousand yard seasons. Yeah, of, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's just like, but you know, but yeah, he's a five ten one eighty um, guy. You know, he's just yeah, he's good. But you know, the last year he he dropped off a lot with the Rams. He played 14 games, but he only caught – he had 42 catches for 583. But their offense kind of struggled overall last year. And oh, yeah. Still, as he was like half as productive. Yeah, he wasn't – he wasn't really – now, the Rams did have a lot more talent last year, so there wasn't as many balls to be thrown his, his way. But still, I mean, is I just – can't figure out why teams don't want to really keep him. Now he has had multiple. Um, he's had multiple con- um, concussions. So yes, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if that really has anything to actually do with it. But. It's kind of funny because he really hasn't missed many games. He only missed. No. He's only missed. Um, well, since the rookie season, he missed like six games. But last year, he only missed two games. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. So. But, but I, uh, I I know that he's had at least two or three concussions. Yeah. So I think you're right. Um, um, 
maybe that's why teams don't want to keep him because they're not because they're, they're not certain that he's going to be able to, to you know, to really last long. Um, yeah, yeah. He's uh, and, five five known concussions in his six year career. Yeah, that's what's weird. He hasn't missed any time, so it's so much. Yeah, which that makes you that makes you really weary about weird. getting him on your roster. Which is another reason why why Bill O'Brien should just be fired. Man, that guy's a joke right now for what he's doing to. Uh, he's just absolutely yeah. killing Houston. And let's not let's not forget about it. he is killing Deshaun Watson's progress, man. He's yeah. Because Watson is one of the best young quarterbacks in the league, and he's just absolutely setting him up to fail as much as he can. Um. See, did they Deshaun Watson? Did he? Oh, okay, so he's still in his rookie contract. Yeah, so I think he's good. in like the fourth. He, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, he hasn't been in the league that long, so he's no. still in his rookie contract, four year, fourteen million, basically, of the yeah. eight million dollars signing bonus. So yeah, he's kind of like Mahomes, where he's still in his rookie deal. They were in the same class, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he and Mahomes. Yes, Tr- Trubisky. Trubisky yeah. and Mike Trubisky. Mike. <laughs> God, the Bears when they gave up to get him, and now they've pretty much just they've pretty much given up on him now. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they brought in Foles. Yeah. Well, it's not yeah, like it's not like it's not like oh, of course, Nick Foles is a starter. That's not not really. No, but, not but they but have. He could it's yeah. be a um, open competition between yeah. he and. Uh, Trubisky, so, and, yeah. and 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 the Bears, I don't think have, I don't think they have a pick until like the third round or something. <laughs> they have given up a lot of picks to get this team that they have now, which is which is still not that great of a team that they have. The so, Bears, yeah, I don't think they have, I don't think they even have a pick until the third round. Um, oh yeah, because of Khalil Mack. Yeah, Wait. because of Mack and yes, Khalil Mack's trade screwed them. Yeah, I mean. I mean they, He's good, but he's not that good. Like they basically yeah. mortgage their all their stuff, all their more all their draft. Um, but, da, 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 da. Between Mac, two, two, and, have two in the second. So that's oh okay, okay. all right, two well, in the second this year. Okay. I'm sorry, I I didn't think they had a pick until I until if, the. I mean, I wouldn't round. be surprised because yeah, they kind of they because that Mac trade. I don't think they have a first round pick. No, um, I, I'm until like certain. 2022. <laughs> <laughs> they gave up like you know, let's go back. all the first round picks for Mac and Trubisky. In fact, I think that they gave up three first round picks for Mac. I think let's I'm not see. certain about that. Oakland traded Mac a second round pick in 2020. Okay, they traded so they gave the Bears a second round pick and a conditional fifth rounder to the Bears for the, so the Bears traded. Um, First round pick in 2019, a sixth rounder in 2019, first rounder in 2020, and a third rounder in 2020. Okay, oh, okay. so they they got their first, they got another first round pick next year, but they traded two firsts, two firsts for one yeah. guy. Yeah, that's insane. Which like, is, you think, yeah, you just don't really do that. Khalil Mack. So, you think, yeah, you think Khalil Mack was like Lawrence Taylor or something? Yes. Yeah, so, not even like I mean, you wouldn't give that up for Lawrence Taylor. It's one guy. No. So <laughs> the Raiders have the number 19 pick, which is actually the Bears pick this year. So that's 
okay. part of the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, like Raiders have two picks, Jags have two picks. Um, I mean, who knows? Like the Patriots may. I mean, they I, they're always like kind of movers and shakers, and Bill's yeah. always trying to do something. I mean, they could move up. You can yeah. see them moving up, or you can see them move down. Like they could just yeah. kind of try to stockpile some more guys. Because I mean, not that they have a ton of holes or anything, but no, they still... but they, I mean, they they still have some holes. I mean, they lost um, Van Noy, so they need another. They need yeah. another um, edge. They, yeah, they, they they need an edge guy. Um, they're really thin at wide receiver. I mean, they do have their first round pick from last year. Um, Keneal Harry, but he was hurt for most of his, um, yeah. for most of his first year. So, um, they need a wide receiver. They need a linebacker slash edge type guy. Um, so yeah, you pretty can well see set him, So you can see him staying at, at their pick at 23, yeah. Yeah, 23, 23 and then going, there's some guys around that 23. You can see him taking the, Kid from Penn State, if he's there. I actually, yeah, I was actually just going to mention him to someone like them because he sort of fits exactly what exactly what they do there. Um, how do you say his name? Uh, it's Gross Matos. Uh, Gross Matos. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, that would be, I think, a really good pick for them at twenty-three. Yeah, because there's really no. I could see him taking Zach Bond, maybe. Yeah, at two, I, I don't know. I, Zach's going I think, that high. Yeah, I, I was just say I think that's a little high for, for for him. I think most people think that they could probably they, that they could probably wait until the second round for him. Um, I'd love uh, to see the yeah. the uh, Browns get him, but yeah, because that, wouldn't that be, I wouldn't be. Player. Yeah, although I think they're probably in the second round. They're probably going to go safety. I, I would I, I would bet that because they really need one bad, and most of them are still going to be there in the second round. So yeah, they got um, um so what in free agency they got they signed you know, talking Browns. Um they signed Carl um Carl Joseph on a one year deal and Zendayo on a one year deal. So I don't see I don't see Carl Joseph on the because he, because he hasn't officially been announced yet because they haven't been able to do his um his physical, physical. yet. Uh, he's way out. Yeah. Okay. Because so he's he way did. out on the west coast but so he is signed two by, safeties but yeah but um in fact on andrew barry's press conference call that he gave he pretty much said he has acknowledged that they are going to sign him but they're just waiting for the actual physical before they can make it you know uh, you know before the league can actually say that it's happened so but yeah and then, carl joseph and Sendeo are the two safeties that they signed so yeah, Browns have filled some spots, um, and they even the Jack Conklin at right tackle. So it tells that's a big Hubbard. One. So Hubbard's got to be back up or get out of here. Yeah, he actually Unless, took a pay cut. I think they signed him to a new deal, which actually gave him a lot less money, which makes sense. So. Yeah, and they've got Andrew Billings from the Bengals at defensive tackle, and then uh, Kevin Johnson corner. So it helps some corner depth. Yeah, what's really strange about uh, Kevin Johnson and Carl Joseph, they were both first-round picks that just haven't actually, you know, panned out yet. So I think maybe the Browns are going to – they signed them both to a, a one-year deal in hopes that maybe they will can finally, you know, maybe they can get the best for, you know, yeah. from them. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Adrian Claiborne. Yeah, that's one where I was just like, "Eh, okay, that's. I mean, it's good depth, but I mean, I don't know how much more he has left in the tank. He's what, like thirty-one or thirty years old? So I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I don't know. um, See, Bengals. Let's see if the Bengals real quick for all the Ohioans listening. So let's see transactions news. I was going to do this. So I was like, oh, let's just cover like the AFC North kind of. So do you like the Browns taking, do you like the idea of them going with Isaiah Simmons at number 10 instead of a tackle, if a tackle's there? Or do you just go, okay, if it, my, my tackle's not there, then go Simmons? That's really the only way that I would go with Simmons. Simmons is an absolute playmaker, and I'm 99.99% sure he is, he is going to have a stellar career. But if, if if your tackle is not there that you want, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, then let's get Simmons. Or let's say, because there's what? There's four primary tackles that are really at the top of the class. It's um, Thomas Wirtz, Wills, and Becton are the four that are the real keys to this draft for left tackle. If they're all gone, or let's say that, because Becton kind of, he doesn't kind of fit their fit the, the the scheme that they actually want to run. I couldn't think of it, but um, he doesn't fuck <laughs> the daughter. She's at the fridge getting water, and yeah. she's like looking like, I don't want to make noise. Like, oh. like, going, <laughs> like it's fine. <laughs> um, but no, I, so if the guy that you want there or the two guys that you wanted are gone and Simmons is still there by some chance, yeah, I mean, then I would say it. But if if say Werfs or Thomas is still there, and first of all, I I don't know how at ten how Simmons, Werfs, and Thomas are all still there. But if they are, you got to take Werfs or Thomas. I mean, you you can't pass up on a left tackle. I'm hoping Becton's there because the stuff yeah. I see about Becton is like he doesn't like there's he doesn't he doesn't get beat. He just doesn't get beat on tape. No, and I hear stuff about Werfs where he like is get he gets like he has a major weakness of getting beat on that inside or outside in move. He gets beat like hell on that. Really? Move. Yeah. That's why I mean, Becton definitely has the highest ceiling out of all those guys. The only problem is with that, you know, because Stefanski wants to run that that whole wide zone scheme. And I don't know if he has the feet to really move, um, to move laterally. Um, So we'll see. I mean, but you're absolutely right. When it comes to just straight, to straight pass pro, that guy is, he's incredible. I mean, nobody gets by because he's what, six, eight, 350 pounds or something. He's, he's just a massive dude. Yeah. Six, the guy was six, seven, 364. Jeez. He's a mountain of a man. The big show. <laughs> well, it's the big show. It's like yeah, having uh, it's like having Mabel at left tackle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great wrestling reference. Big Daddy B. Men on a mission. <laughs> Horrible. Mabel or Big Daddy V or Viscera. 
Yeah. I don't know how many times. <laughs> I don't know how many times he actually switched up that stupid. He was so many different characters, man. When he was oh, going, oh yeah, he's like the yeah. um, who was he? He was the um, well, he's like the bad guy. Was he? He was like, wasn't he in like the uh, he, whatever? Yeah, <laughs> he was in the uh, Ministry of yeah, was uh, darkness. It was yeah, it was yeah, he was in the Ministry of darkness. <laughs> that, was, that was a bad, uh, <laughs> bad run there. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah. So I. Yeah, I don't know. The Browns, like that'd be crazy if there were four, like four tackles in the top nine. If if because there's neat, there's there's teams that will take Giants, um, Panthers, Cardinals, Jaguars could all yeah. take those guys. Po- it's a possibility. But some yeah. of them, they're they're all in the same kind of boat though. They're like, man, we we could use um, Simmons. Like some of the same those same teams, maybe not the Giants. But like, but like Carolina, uh, I think would yeah. probably snatch him up if he were still there at seven. I would bet yeah. that Carolina would snatch up Simmons in a heartbeat. Um, Derek Brown is up there for them. Yeah, he. It's it's just look. I I don't want to make a sense. I, I I don't make it sound like I'm down on Simmons. I think he's probably the best player in this draft, right behind Chase Young. I, I really do. I think he's just – he's so versatile. He can do so many different things. He yeah. is going to be a standout player for a lot of years. So I wouldn't be upset if he landed on the Browns, of course. But you just – you've got to get that left tackle short up. I know. It's, it's so bad. I mean, you watch – you just watch Baker Mayfield run for his life and become yeah. completely snake-bitten Yep. as Browns fans. And it's just like you've got to give this guy help on his yeah. blind side. He's just yeah. like he's literally his his footwork got bad because um not that he was, you know, Joe Montana back there, but ever no. but but he 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 almost seemed to um um his footwork degraded because absolutely because he had no protection. Like he's yeah. running for his life. They got rid of Zeitler on the mm-hmm. line, which is probably their worst move that they Yeah, made. that was awful. Yeah. And Traded him just so they could get another edge rusher that they really didn't need, and who really hasn't even done much. No, it was so. a bad trade, bad trade yeah. by Dorsey. Yeah. So, so uh, and, there is Zeitler interior, but then they never shored up the ends with you got Hubbard, and then you had Robinson, like two bump like guys who were yeah. just kind of retreads. Like, why would you yeah. put retreads on your guys that were just kind of like? Other t- they never could never latch on with other teams. It was, and it was just like it was like the Browns were running their offensive line reminded me of a car and it fires. They had on their they had two great tires and on the outside they had two donuts that they were just running with the whole season. They had two <laughs> Yeah that they, they had tires with great tread on Right, right on the inside, and then outside they had donuts the whole se- the whole yeah. se- season. And <laughs> and eventually, if you run your car on donuts, it's going to break down. And yeah. their offensive line broke down. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I I, I don't BMW on donuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. 
Look, I, the, so the Browns could get Simmons and then try to get a second-tier left tackle in the late first if they were to trade back in or even early second. Like, there's the kid from uh, from Boise State, Ezra Cleveland, who is – he's right under that first tier of top left tackles. This is a deep tackle class, but after you, but after the top four, there is a – fairly significant drop to the next tier and Ezra Cleveland is at the top of that next tier. <laughs> it's weird to draft a guy with the last name Cleveland yeah, to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. So they, so they could get Simmons and then take one of those second tier guys. But that seems like a really risky proposition if you ask me. Yeah, I think you got it. Please. Yeah, I think for them they just got to go get the best guy, best yeah. best tackle if it's there. I mean, if it's worse, it's worse. I mean, it's whatever. St- you know, Stefanski and those guys. I mean, I think I think they, I think they know what they need with linemen yeah. and what kind of the offense, especially. I think they know what they need. And they watch enough tape. They'll, they'll if their guys there, they'll get him. Yeah, the and, guy and- that they think can fit. Let's not forget to the Browns have, and I I don't know how he he can't stay in one spot, but they do have the best, um, or one of the best um, offensive line coaches in uh, Callahan. I mean, they did actually get him to yeah, yeah. Bill Bill Callahan will look at tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not going to take a guy that's just kind of like. Although, you know, you get coaches that go, oh, I can fix him. But yeah. You don't want to take a guy I can fix. No. And, and number 10. <laughs> no. And he doesn't really strike me as that kind of a coach, too. I mean, he he wants somebody who he knows can, can do what he really needs them to do. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and I just think you have to get one. Of the, the one guy who I really don't want to take a flyer on is probably Wills. And it's not really a knock on him. It's just because – um, Tua is a he's a, a um, he's a lefty, mm-hmm. and Will's a right tackle. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. for his whole time there, because he was always, you know, he had to play for Tua's blind side. So um, it's not really his fault. It's just the way that their system ran. So I don't know if you really want to take a guy who's played who's played right tackle. Now, Worf's played right tackle. He's also played some left too. So he's kind of been. You know, back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as the going with, you're looking at the Bengals. Um, Bengals have signed Von Bell, Trey Waynes, which are actually two pretty good. Pretty they're good actually pickups. Yeah. There's actually two good pickups, good surprisingly, by the Bengals. Yeah, they're they're actually doing something right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and they not saying that the Browns have really done a whole lot right, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow the Bengals somehow with free agency. Yeah, they're worse. They usually aren't even really big. No, they don't usually pay a whole lot of money. So yeah, Mike Brown's synonymously cheap. Um, so they got they released Drake or Patrick. They got rid of him, but they resigned. They signed. Uh, they went corner like DB. Had yeah, kind of well, so far. They, well, kind of. They got. I mean, they got Two. beat a whole lot last year. Yeah. On the they got signed three corners. Three corners. And, and they got another one. 
another one against the Texans. They took DJ Reader from the Texans, the defensive tackle, big wow. 98. Yeah. They took him from the Texans. The Texans then they was unrestricted and they I don't even know if they even offered him. There's and another he took yeah, Bill O'Brien. Another another brilliant move by Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. I mean he's totally just burning that franchise you yeah, got yeah. franchise quarterback yeah. and you're wasting it. Yeah, he's absolutely just he's gonna ruin him, man. He's gonna ruin Watson. What he's doing. Yeah, he's he's not for long. I mean, I'm sure the owner cannot be. I mean, and, and it doesn't take a genius. You don't have to be Bill Walsh to figure out this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I can't figure out why he would give, why he would give him that type of power. I, he's never shown that he has that he was even able to to actually do it. I don't know why you would give him that power. It's weird. I yeah, I don't get it. Like, why, sense. why you yeah, would give him power like you, that? Yeah, you'd think he was like uh, like Belichick. Belichick, you know, yeah, like he had some right. sort of like like pedigree and like some sort of legacy and like some like he's a guy that's proven himself like he's got super bowls or so you know yeah. what I mean? like he i mean have he, was, he coached in that tree but that doesn't mean that he just knows you know how to do what he's done so i yeah. mean just because coached in his tree that doesn't mean anything so yeah, i mean that's been made like, evidence yeah usually guys are like 10-year head coaches before they Get personnel power, yeah. Like, to that, absolutely. Like, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> who the hell knows, man? I mean, that cluster. That, yeah, that whole franchise is just getting set back by uh, yeah. by at least you know three or four years. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So as far as Buckeyes, it looks like you know. So uh, J.K. Dobbins looks like he'll probably be somewhere in the second round. He'll probably be the, like well, that. He'll be the third. Probably the third buck I take in because we're going to get no. So because we're going to get Chase Young and Jeff Okuda in the first round, and then probably in the top five, and then uh, probably go to Dobbins. Will probably be the next one taken. Yeah, like probably Dolphins, Dolphins, Lions. um, Looking at team needs: Dolphins, Lions, Jaguars, Jets. The Jets have Le'Veon Bell. I wouldn't want to see him go to the Jets. No, although um, Bell doesn't have that many years left, I don't think. So the Jets may be yeah. looking for his Buccaneers. That would be a good fit. They yeah. have Ronald Jones, but Ronald Jones is so he, like sometimes he he's on and off. I don't get him. Yeah, he was, might, might be the line though. Yeah, it could have been the line. I don't know. Falcons, but they I don't they still have they three signed early though. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, scratch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, I wouldn't want to see him go there. No, um, and then I mean, uh, Jags, Jaguars. Um, what about Philadelphia? They don't really have a set running back, do they? They're still they're still going running back by committee, I, I think. I yeah, think Philadelphia. That's, that's what everybody does, though. Yeah, um, but I don't know if they really have a set or a really good running back there. Let me see. Uh, they have Miles Sanders. They like they like Miles Sanders yeah. a lot. Yeah, um, and Boston Scott. Chipped in, but Miles Sanders seems to be their guy. They have a lot of faith in Miles Sanders from Penn State. Yeah, um, which is funny. Like, didn't like he only really played was like a starter for Penn State. Like, no, I I vaguely remember him playing for him. I don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think Penn State had a run there. Saquon, he was behind Saquon. Yeah, 
And then it's like, I think Saquon, did he come up? No, no, no. He was picked last year. So last year he was a rookie. So that makes yeah. sense. Like pay, Saquon, he had one year without as a yeah. starter. He was, yeah, he was a star. Yeah. When you're that behind, you, when you're behind you the like superstar and you yeah. finally get your shot, everybody's like, oh my gosh, you imagine what this guy could have been? You know, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a plus side of like getting your shot in the league when you're sitting behind a guy that's like generational talent. Yeah. So. Speaking um, of that, um, I still keep coming back to the Packers for a um, a, a running back. Um, I, they could go Swift in the first. Yeah, but if if they don't, they could be looking at uh, Dobbins in the um, you know in the second round. So yeah, I see like some mocks where they have going T Higgins, Jordan Love, like trying to find a backup to uh, Rogers because um, they you know they swung and missed. It was kind of funny that they went. Didn't they draft Packers? Didn't they draft um, Hunley high? They drafted Hunley in like the third round, I think. Oh, maybe fourth high? round. Okay. okay, I was thinking it was yeah, higher than I don't, that. No, no, I don't think he was higher than the third round. I don't think he was in the second. Let me see. Draft, 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 draft. Uh, Draft, uh, uh, oh shit, no, it was fifth round. <laughs> oh, okay, so, yeah, I'm okay. wrong. I was gonna say, why would they? It didn't make sense, but in my brain, but I was singing, I must be thinking of somebody else. Um, so yeah, let's see, like, uh, Packers, let's see, but uh, let's see, their team need, do, do they have them slated? It's like a team need for running back, they don't because who they who the heck they have, they have Aaron Jones. I Aaron Jones, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, okay, yeah, I was so, I, yeah. But running back's so weird though now because it is a lot by committee. I mean, you see yeah. a lot of success with by committee just because you see running backs get hurt a lot. Um, so yeah, it'd be cool if you could get to the Chiefs, but, but yeah, the Chiefs do actually need one because they they Williams haven't been running. Williams is a they good job. He's more than Williams. Yeah, I mean they yeah. had him going from, for you know, for the most part. He um, caught the ball so much. But, he's like almost sometimes you forgot he was a running back. Yeah, that's true. And, and uh, Reed, Reed has never really had. Never seems like Reed has ever had like a thousand no. yard back. No, I don't. He's so no. West Coast. He doesn't even give a crap about running the ball like more than like fifteen times. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to try and actually, you know, predict running backs just because you're absolutely right. I mean, most teams roll with, you know, two or even three guys now. So it's just it's really hard to find where one is going to land. Um, it's sort of a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, let me see the Packers. The Steelers don't have a first-round pick, do they? No. They gave theirs up to get um, – Bush, I, I think. Devin Bush? Didn't they? Yeah, I think they traded back up into the first round last year for Devin Bush. And I don't know if they get a first round pick this year for it. But <laughs> see, yeah, it's worth it at all. <laughs> no, I mean, he didn't have that great of a season. But I mean, I mean, yeah, he's, I he's a good player, but I mean, yeah, to give good. up, to screw, to give up a first. Uh, you know, yeah, like, or no. So. Miami has their pick at 18. That's either oh, for – I think that's for Fitzpatrick is is what that oh, is. Mika. Oh, the Mika yeah. trade. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's okay. That's okay. That seems, yeah, that's a little bit more worth it and yeah. understandable. Cause you, you know, see, he was a first round talent and so yeah. was still looking that way. That makes more sense. So, yeah. um, yeah. So, so much happens. Who the hell can keep track? We're not, we yeah. don't work for the NFL network. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the Steelers picks are round two, uh, 49, number 49. They got a third. And two fourths, a sixth, and a seventh. So, so um, they have James Conner, but he's been—he has been injured a lot here lately. So I'm not sure how 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 that would hurt me. CJK go to that. <laughs> I would absolutely lose my mind if, <laughs> if if they they also. I mean, what do they have sitting behind Big Ben? They obviously did not have the answer last year. I mean, Duck is not it, and cer- certainly Mason Rudolph didn't show yeah, anything. Um, yeah, he, he's awful. So yeah, I mean, they. I, I suppose Duck's That's another one. Yeah, I mean, Hodges played okay in a couple of games, but I don't think that they're probably not sold on on him as the uh, as the. He throws a nice ball, ball I think. And yeah, those, those are nice. I mean, I like his release, but yeah, maybe he doesn't have, maybe he just doesn't have the, uh, you could get settled in there either. I mean, they, it was kind of, they were, they were kind of weird last year with, yeah. um, it's amazing if they finished, I don't know what they finished, eight and eight. They finished, um, eight and eight. It's they amazing. They yeah. That's... Eight and eight. Tom, Tomlin did a hell of a job. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, let's see quarterback for them. If they went quarterback, I think they got to get somebody. They have to go um, quarterback. I would think no later than the third round. I mean, I would think that they would still be probably in play for a quarterback. Um, I, with their first Nate pick, Stanley. I don't know. <laughs> from um, Iowa, Nate Stanley. Goes from black and gold to black and gold. Yeah, it goes from black and gold to black and gold. Yeah, I don't know. Black and yellow, I, black and yellow. <laughs> I think they have to go quarterback fairly early, but I think with their first pick in the second round, they're probably going to go with something that, that they need for this year upcoming. Yeah, I mean, uh, said so I don't think they, they want to have a shot at Jordan Love. They, no. I mean, Jacob Eason, Jake Fromm, Jalen Hurts, Nate Stanley. And there's such a drop off um, from like from like from down because yeah. you said like, I mean after from there's just there's not really a decent quarterback in this draft. A so. guy that's like yeah he's, he's basically taking a flyer on a lot of different guys like Steven Montez out of Colorado. Um, I don't, good size. Oh, you never you never saw him play? No, um, I never saw. Yeah, he's one of those guys, you know. He was okay. Good, good mobility. Um, Wait a minute. I did watch one game with Colorado the, this past year, so I can't say that I haven't seen him play. His name just didn't really yeah. jump up in. Kind of like, if I could compare him to, not that he's as good, but like Carson Wentz as far as like kind of game. Like yeah. Mobile, good arm. But, yeah. you know, he played at Colorado. He had, he had the LaVisca Chenault. Um, another guy that I think is, will be a sleeper. I think we've talked about him before. He's so freaking big. If he could, if he can, you know, just be 
coachable is um, the kid. And he, I don't know, I, that kid looks like a stud. Is that kid from Notre Dame, the receiver, Chase Claypool? Oh, Claypool, yeah. Yeah, we have actually talked to – yeah, we've actually talked about him. He's he's a big kid. He's a big <laughs> wide, wide receiver. He's yeah, huge. He, he looks like an NFL vet. I mean, he's kind of like David Boston, how David Boston looked. Um, hopefully he doesn't track yeah. the same way. Yeah. Let's hope he doesn't turn out the same way. Train wreck of all train wrecks. was absolutely one of the biggest train wrecks in Buckeye country <laughs> for the draft. He's, he's really? actually probably right up there with, like, art as far as the biggest oh. train wrecks for, like, a pro career. Do, I mean, he was just absolutely awful. Do you remember when David Boston changed? He, like, started wearing contacts with different no. colored eyes oh my what? god no i don't even remember oh, you oh no david boston i swear that's a thing yeah i don't oh, even know i don't even remember that uh oh man if i gotta find it war contacts <laughs> uh, i gotta find it uh i swear that's a thing i can't find anything on maybe it's just so damn long ago the internet forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no more Google results. So he lost them. It was from 2000 and one. Yeah. So, but yeah, like he went, he went like cat eyes and stuff. Wow. During his craziness. Yeah. He went cat. Yeah, eyes. He started to lose his mind after like, yeah. cause he, I don't remember if it was when he got traded from the chargers to, was it, where did he wind up at? Dol- was it Dolphins? Miami? Yeah, yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, I think I think that's where they actually sent him, and he just he started. I mean, he was already kind of going a little bit, you know, a nutty whenever he was with San Diego, but I mean, he's yeah. Um, let me see if I can. Oh my gosh, yeah, he because he started he was juicing like crazy. Yeah, he was so friggin' huge. Um, if you look up David Boston, you just Google David Boston and the stuff you see, it's like, what the heck? He's it looked like he should have been competing at the Arnold. Expo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he got so jacked. And I mean, big pop a pump. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Scott Steiner is a yeah, receiver? Scott Steiner where he was kissing his bicep. Big bad booty daddy. Making no sense. Oh, man. Uh, no, I just, I, Claypool could, I mean, he has the same size and, and he could be the steal in the draft, man. He really could. I mean, he has good hands, he's good size, but you just, I don't know why he's not really higher up on boards. I, I don't know what the scouting report is on him, why he would be lower down on some of the, uh, on some of the mocks. Um, but he's probably first round talent, I would guess. He's so big, um, and he yeah. has pretty good hands too. So, from all the games that I watch, he has some really good catches. Mm-hmm. I was so glad KJ Hill, because um, I think was it KJ Hill that took David the record that David Boston had. Uh, he broke Chris Carter's record. Chris Carter's I don't think record. David okay. Boston. Yeah, anytime I, David Boston can be like. Put down further yeah, <laughs> on the list. Get him off the books as much as we can. <laughs> take him out of the record books as much as we can. You know, it's it's really unfortunate too. I mean, he has probably one of the greatest catches—not catches, yeah, but 
he's part he, of the I play. Mean, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, he has he actually he caught the pass from Joe that actually uh, won us the uh, Rose So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's just the pictures of David Boston. Like, there's one where he was with the Chargers, and, like, he um, was signing an autograph. <laughs> and it's like, his friggin' arms are so giant. Wait like, a minute. It's a wide receiver? We were talking about trades. I just remembered he wasn't traded, because I remember watching top 10 worst free agent signings of all time. He was in, in there. I think the Chargers signed him to a huge deal. I think he became a free agent, and the Chargers signed him to a huge deal. That's what it was. He wasn't traded. He was a free agent, and the Chargers gave him a ton of money. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. It wasn't Miami. He was with – Cardinals. He was with Cardinals Cardinals to start with, and then he became a free agent, and the Chargers gave him a ton of money. That's what it was, now that I'm thinking of it. Yeah, let me see. Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals drafted him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had two two really good seasons. One two thousand one, he was almost a hundred catches for sixteen hundred yards. And um, and then uh, then after that, he dropped off. He only played eight games. Imagine that. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't tear up the soft tissues or anything. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and then he went to, yeah, the Chargers, went to the Chargers, and then he had an okay season with them, but probably not what they expected, 70 catches for 880. And then after that, nothing, 2004, practically nothing, 2005 with the Dolphins. And then he went to the Bucks and had a cup of coffee and didn't do shit for them. <laughs> and then lights out on your career, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, crazy. Crazy, yeah. literally crazy. So, huh? So, yeah, he's he's forty one now. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. He's our age. Yeah, he's born in seventy eight, August nineteenth, wow. seventy eight. Jeez. <clears throat> um. So. All right. So, well, we'll end it on that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. We, well, next week, next week, uh, we'll talk more about the draft. Maybe we'll do some sort of mock draft. Yeah, yeah, we can do a mock next week. Um, Some sort of thing. So we'll talk. Yeah. maybe just talk more about the team needs or we'll, we'll yeah. come up with something more for the draft. Yeah. Kind of like go through it because there might be another trade. You might see some trades happen. Yeah. I draft, mean, who knows? Yeah, there's still some things out there that could happen, although I think most of them are going to happen on draft day. I mean, um, Trent, you, you still got Trent, Trent Williams who's probably going to get traded at some oh, point. Yeah, yeah. God forbid. And then uh, Browns. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. Um, And then who's the defensive end for the Jaguars? Um, um, No. Ngakwe Ngakwe is still looking to be traded. So, I mean, a lot of stuff could happen between now and then, but I think that most of it is probably going to happen on, you know, on draft night. So, but yeah, there's still some stuff happening between now and then. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're gonna have Adam on. Yeah, we'll have okay. uh, we'll have Adam on next week. Um, okay. He can do some other because Adam is a a um, he's a huge Bengals fan, so I'm sure that he'll have. Oh, okay, yeah, that's good. To say. Yeah, so that's so, good. so um, yeah, Adam does a, a podcast, Three Man Booth. It's a um, pro wrestling centric podcast. Yeah, so, um, check that out if you yeah. like. If you like 
pro wrestling, but it's funny. It's like yeah, today, today, today. yeah. Um, pro I, wrestling is just making fun of pro wrestling, yeah. <laughs> like podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean you, have, you appreciate it, but you also have to make fun of it because it is is goofy. Yeah, especially and, these days. So. Um, if you are really into uh, wrestling, um, Adam's really good. He gets a lot of um, interviews with some not big time guys, but he gets a lot of um, interviews with some of the guys who are on the um, who who are on the smaller circuits. So, I mean, if you're really into it, I mean, Adam does a pretty good job with it. So, yeah, check yeah, them out so, for sure. Yep, and uh, if you have any sort of um, voiceover needs for anything you're doing. Kyle Ham is the guy that does our intro. So yeah, um, Kyle's really good. So and Kyle is open to you know doing stuff. He, he just really likes it. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you guys enjoy, uh, we've gone video now for two weeks, and we think we're probably going to stick with this format in some way. We're not really sure, but we'd like to get some comments or anything. You know, and kind of you know suggestions that you guys have for the show. You know. Feel free to uh, leave them down there. Just kind of knowing if you like what and you know if you like what we're doing or you know anything, you know subscribe to the channel. Yeah, at Beyond Buckeyes on Twitter, uh, Buckeyes and Beyond Podcast. You can look that up by that name too. And on YouTube, yeah. we have our own channel. So subscribe there and uh, give it a like, comment, whatever you want to do. Yep. So we'd appreciate it. <clears throat> and. Um, what else? What else? What else? I don't know. Or a podcast will be out there, the same podcast yeah, format. Yeah, we're going to listen to our uh, regular podcast too. So it'll yeah. be out there on all the different platforms. Yeah. So, so, all right, cool. Um, like our, our dream would be like to have a bunch of different fans give their pick of yeah. their own teams. That'd be cool. That's uh, kind of yeah. hard to pull off. Yeah, that'd be tough right now because the draft so, is in like two weeks. So yeah, it's almost like you would do like a YouTube live and then having the con in the field, like the comment field, like the people yeah. you invite them in and say, okay, you know, hey dude, you're up. What's your pick? And that'd be cool if they could. Just yeah, comment. that'd be awesome. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. My pick is blah, blah, blah. that would be cool. That's like perfect world. So yeah, you know, I don't know if anybody's doing that or not. That type of mock draft thing. I don't know. So that'd be cool. So yeah. All right. Well, that's it. So. Thanks for uh, thanks for watching, listening, whatever. We'll we appreciate it. So, thanks we're just doing this from just a couple fans having fun, doing yep. something, pre pretending like they're big shots. <laughs> <laughs> we will be. It's just, just something. To, we just it's like something. That we're big fans, so it's just kind of fun just to sit and like for an hour or two and just BS and like yeah, it's fun. Do your do a little bit of research and just talk and shoot the shit and yeah, like almost like. You're just having a beer and just yapping. So, yeah, that that's exactly what we are, and we want to try to keep on doing it. But uh, and we hope that you guys like it, man. So just keep on watching, give us a thumbs up, subscribe, and let us know what we can do better because we can always get better. And we will take constructive criticism every day. So just let us know what we can do better, guys. Don't be too up that harsh, though. Yeah. With feelings. Yeah. <laughs> be nice. Be nice, please. Do not make us cry. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this means the world to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later. Uh, Thanks, guys. In next week or whenever we do the next one. I don't know. We might pop up, do one midweek some point. Yeah, know. sure. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe we might do that before the like night before the draft. I don't know. 
yeah or night of the draft that'd be cool to do a live video cool to that, then, yeah guys who watch the draft that that'd actually be might cool. be fun yeah that, uh, that actually might be worth doing yeah yeah but that's a lot of that's a lot of time but whatever I mean, yeah i mean hanging out with the earbuds in and you whatever yeah. and you're just like watching it you go oh what the what was that like, yeah dude i would be all for that that'd be fun actually yeah. be kind of fun so yeah and yeah and you hear then you have comments of people you invite them on and say hey we're gonna do this like can you and then you like invite them on and the youtube yeah uh, feed like the comments and stuff that would be people chime in and go oh, my texans or my my raiders what what the f <laughs> that would be great dude yeah, yeah. I think it'd be fun yeah uh, something to throw something around to so about. yeah dude. yeah all right cool all right guys all right see you later thanks oh shit wrong link <laughs> where's it at <laughs> <laughs>